0: Welcome to the Camp Randall Platoon podcast. I'm James White, along with Warren Herring, Sir Jordan Shelton, and we got a special guest on our former teammates, Vince Beagle, joining the pod. Yeah. yeah. sir. How you doing, Vince? We got to t- we got to catch up with you a couple weeks ago at the Ohio <laughs> State game. So it was
1: good to see you. What you been up to, man? You guys, I first want to say thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to see all you guys. It was nice seeing you guys man. a couple weeks ago at Camp Randall, chopping it up. I mean, shit, for some of us, it's been a few few, few years since we've seen each other. We're husbands yeah. now. A lot of us are fathers oh. now. So it's cool yeah. to to kind of be back in Camp Randall with different titles, but this, this, still the same us and, and kind of picked up right where we left off. Yeah, man, most definitely. And, you know, the, the topic of discussion is obviously
0: Badger football. We had a rough weekend against yeah, Indiana. We'll, we'll dive into that a little bit later, but I wanted to check in with you guys. I'm sure you guys have been tuned into college football all year long. And it's kind of been one of those years, not just one team stepping out in front of the other, where you can just say, oh, Alabama's going to be in the national championship. Ohio State's going to be in it. It's really a toss about this. I wanted to get all you guys' opinion of who you think is the best team in the country right
2: now. I'm gonna either go with either. I don't. It's between Michigan or Ohio State, and the only reason why I'm kind of hesitant on Michigan is because there's <laughs> a lot of stuff going on right now around that program. But
1: yeah.
2: um, Ohio State just looked like, honestly, you know, just being a fan of college football, they just looked like they're rolling. Uh, it's gonna be real hard to stop, you know, 18 man. Damn. He's he's getting into that form, into that gear in a part of the year where he just looks unstoppable. Uh, him and the quarterback, they're playing well, so. Um, Obviously, you know, with Michigan having to play Penn State soon and then obviously getting the game (laughs) um, at the end of the year, it's going going to be interesting to see how everything, you know, forms out.
0: We're going to find out about Michigan for sure this week. I think so. What about about you, Warren Beagle? Something about to
2: get real. Nah, you know
3: what? I'm a good I like Michigan I think Michigan is the best right now Obviously we gotta see What's going on With all this Turmoil And you know I think I saw a couple of them At the game You know what I'm no, I'm yeah.
0: <laughs> You did see them At the Patrick game hey, I right yeah. <laughs> yeah. don't know if they were
2: imposters But Yeah
3: I'm gonna be them. honest with you They got They uh, got no, they undefeated. Yeah, I really? think I think it might be Washington. Washington's up there too, man. They look really good. Now, obviously, you know you give up a lot of points in the yeah. Pac-12, but you got to score a lot of points. And the boys, they look they look good now. Nah. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see what they do toward the back end of the year. Obviously, they got a couple more big games coming up, and then they conference championship too. So we'll see what happens.
1: What about you, Beagle? Um, you know I think not just because we're on the Big Ten. Big Ten podcast, but I think that the Big Ten overall has been one of the strongest conferences in in, in college football. You know the the SEC is proving that's not as strong as it has been in years past. Um, you know the big one being Alabama. Pac twelve, like Warren said, you got to score a lot of points. I've seen there's kind of a lot of inconsistency, but where I've the two most consistent teams that I've really seen this year has been Ohio State, and Michigan, and I think that Michigan is going to be a team that's going to be tough to beat. I'm gonna have to go with Michigan, just because I think they got such good coaching. Um, they got good players. They got veteran players, and man, they got a, a, a dude in the shadows named uh, uh, Harb. Uh, not Harb, um, um, uh, strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. Coach Herb. Her. Called Her. Yeah. Herd. Herd all with, this with me. <laughs> Defense with <the> uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it was all with
0: me. Do with you do. <laughs> do what you, <laughs> do
1: what you <laughs> do what how, how many? You got you got Her for a little bit. Oh, yeah, we yeah. got her for one yeah. year. I got her yeah. for one year, and that that changed my life that one year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just right. I heard, he I hear stories, so, man, bro. Bro.
3: Yeah. <laughs> bro, that gaze, bro, when you walk in, he
1: just. Yeah, <laughs> right. That, I, I think you guys. are going to get you red. right, boy. I think just Michigan has got so many, you know, weapons. They have the great staff. I think just kind of they have the, the, the trajectory to, to be able to represent the Big Ten well. We'll see if yeah. they can beat Ohio State. Yes. Great opposing team scouts, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: For
3: me I'm just playing. No shame. It's
0: it's it's tough. Uh I like Ohio State. I like Michigan. I like Washington too. But I might go with Florida State. I mean, Florida ooh, State they, yeah. got some, they got some ball players yeah, over there. It's do. been a while since they've been in, you know, like the college football playoff type, you know, rankings and things like that. They got a good quarterback, with some big receivers, they got a good running back, they got That's a boy, solid defense. Good. Yeah, yep. they they got some. They got some dudes over there. I think this is the best Florida State team we've seen in quite some time. They, yeah. you know, they beat Clemson. They beat Duke. They beat a couple good football teams. So that's what I like about Ohio State too. They've been yeah. tested a little bit. and They won some football yeah. games. We tested them some. We had opportunities to win that football game, but they, you know, they do what they do. They you can stay with them for three quarters, and all of a sudden they go on a. You know a I, twenty point run? That's in, I know. I essence. just don't know if
3: their offense gonna be able to hold <laughs> yeah. up, bro. They quarterback is, is still yeah. sketchy to me, dog. Yeah, he ain't no. it to me yet. <laughs> where, yeah, yeah. where
1: does where does Georgia fall in yeah. that line with you guys? Because Georgia right now they're I think they're nine and zero.
2: They're
1: they're they're looking. They're probably the team to beat in the SEC. Where do you think you know Georgia fits in all that?
2: I mean, obviously, you know back-to-back national champions like you got you got to put them at the top right (laughs) but i've just in recent years of how they've been playing like how their teams have formed they look totally different and then i don't know i don't know how long uh the tight end bowers is gonna be out like he he's the key piece if if he's out for a couple more weeks you know heading into the sec championship that type of stuff, like, that's going to truly affect them. So, I mean, you got to always, you got to give them, like, you know, I seen the college football playoffs rankings last week. They had them ranked, like, two behind Ohio State. I disagree just because, I mean, they're undefeated. They're, you know, two-time national champ, back-to-back national champs. Like, I feel like they should be one until proven otherwise. But um, it's going to be a hard team to beat, right, especially getting into those big games. Like, if you make the playoffs, some of these teams that are in that conversation hasn't been in that spot in so long, right? Like, obviously, I don't, I don't remember the last time Ohio State made the playoffs, but it's, it's probably been some time. Uh, they, Michigan, obviously, they
0: they obviously. made, they made the last year Ohio State. Made okay, last yeah, year. so they did, yeah, they, they did. It, they they actually it,
2: played so. they, yeah, they they played Georgia. Um, yeah. but you know, Michigan, obviously, they they made it. Um, but just between like. Uh, just between Washington and Florida State like it's been a while since those teams have been into those big games and we know sure. getting into that playoff game it's a lot more <laughs> pressure than just a week seven week eight game so it's gonna be interesting to see man like I said last week on the podcast this is my favorite time of the year because a lot of stuff just start unraveling teams start losing and you know you lose at this point in your season it could really mess up and blow everything right so uh, it's, it's gonna be very interesting.
0: We're going to find out a lot about a lot of teams over these next three, four weeks, you know, championship games. But for Georgia, you definitely, you definitely can't count them out. They've been there well coached. You know, they got plenty of talent. We'll see about them when they get to the SC championship if they face, you know, Alabama, Alabama's always going to be a tough out. So they'll be tested at that point. And then we kind of go from there. So, but now let's get to the X's and O's. So last week, or this on Saturday, not even last week, just a few days ago. We <laughs> lose <laughs> yes. twenty to fourteen to Indiana on the road. You know, we we talked about it a little bit. You, you play Ohio State, you play a night game. The atmosphere is there. You're up, you're ready to go. It's not hard to get up for that type of game. You go on the road after that. Indiana, they're not playing for much. We're still in contention to go. You know, fight for the Big Ten West potentially be in the Big Ten Championship. And we came out flat. Simple as yeah. that. Simple as that. Yeah, simple as that. And that team, about. we know they're not, maybe not an overall good football team, but they always have good football players football over players. there. If you give them some life, mm-hmm. they take advantage. And that's exactly what happened to us on Saturday. It was rough. I mean, I'm, I'm going to start with the offense first. You know, Braden Locke, 21 for 41, 243 yards, two TDs. The stats don't really tell the whole story because he did not look great out there on Saturday he had some Aaron throws missed a couple you know fourth down passes that was probably the the roughest performance for him so far in his two starts I think he the offensive line the protection I thought it was I thought it was decent it's some Pretty of the good, most yeah. decent protection we had all year long yeah. he had time he was sitting there for like four or five seconds yeah. receivers not getting open or he's not reading it right whatever it may be it just it just wasn't there I just felt like the offense really slept walked through the whole game I know you're missing Braylon you're missing DK some two really good football players. I just think it was still a game that we should have won maybe not maybe not by 21 points or anything like that, but a game that we just we just had to get, man. That's just one of those bounce back games for us and just a missed opportunity. I don't know what you guys think about it.
3: I think it's one of those things, man, like it, and, and you're right, like it was definitely a game that we should have won. I just think that again, you know we talk about it all year, you know, about starting slow, like this is one of those games that again, it's one of those games that you can't come to sleep on. We talked about how explosive Indiana can be now, history, like we've blown Indiana out, you know what I'm saying, but we're we have a new team, you know, gotta you know gotta gotta talk about that. We do have a new team, got a lot of new guys in new spots and things like that, but this is an opportunity for guys to step up, get some experience, and you know have a field day. But yeah. it was one of those things, again, where, you know, you can't sleep on a team like this, especially now late in the season. They have something they want to prove. You know, you got a, it's a new head coach. Is this the head coach's first year?
0: No, no he's he, he been there for some years. But He's he
3: been there for some years. Oh, excuse me, my years. bad. But, I mean, it's just, you know, you got to you gotta play fast, man. And with this, this, this late in the season, like, we have to do a lot better of getting going from the beginning to the end. We haven't put together a full game yet, so we yeah. don't know what that looks like. So it's just – now having Braylon out, guys got to be able to step up. We always talk about the next man up mentality. We haven't seen the next man up yet. So who's going to take, you know, their opportunity to step out, especially against a team like this, you know? no Indiana played a good game and, you know, played the way they can play, but we didn't play our best game.
2: Yeah, and I, I, I'm i on the same thing with Warren. I mean, and what's crazy, James, is you're right. Like, if you look at the stats, like we, we rushed for 100 yards. We threw for over 200 <laughs> yards. You know, uh, we we had two th- two touchdown passes thrown. Um, I just think of like obviously, you know, when you when you look at how big third down is, and you know us going for it three times on fourth down and not getting any of them, like yep. those little those little details and things is what can make or break a game, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just it's it's honestly it's kind of frustrating because. When you look at how we're playing, like, it's a totally different look, right? Like, I'm seeing, I'm watching the game, and, you know, I'm used to, you know, certain situations being, you know, third and three or third and two. And us, you know, putting the big boys out there and getting And We're coming out, and it's literally spread offense, right? <laughs> so, you, at that point, you kind of take away what you know is going to come, especially with, you know, uh, Braylon being out. It's to the point now where I'm sure a lot of teams are knowing, like, okay, I mean, do you trust your running back to to go out there and get those three tough yards? So you know the pass is coming. So a lot of things are truly different and big I seen a tweet that you you tweeted, you know, this past week was, you know, trust the process, right? Yeah. And that is something yeah. that, you know, as as us as being you know former players and really diehard fans like we, we love this we love our school like we got to kind of just get used into understanding that it is a process but we got to understand that it's going to look totally different than how yeah. we're how we're normally used
1: to seeing it i think like we're we are all used to the wisconsin being the same blood right brett gary was different blood but then obviously paul coming back we're used to wisconsin lurking, looking a certain way and this is a totally different you know, club with bringing their own spiel in. Looking at the game individually, Wisconsin outrushed them. We outpassed them. We, we beat them in total yardage. But whenever I'm looking at a game, it's that turnover battle yep, is the key. For sure. And what happened in the game? Wisconsin lost 2-0. Yeah, it's, sure. hard, it's hard to win football games when you don't take care of the ball. And, like, I always had this thought in my mind was, a running back coach in the NFL was, you know, ball security is job security. Yep, for sure. And when you take care of the football, it's gonna allow you to win games and you lose more games than you actually win. And I think Wisconsin, that was a game where we lost that game. Yeah. It wasn't because Indiana did anything special. Right, right. It it was it was it was we lost that game. I would also say Going into the season, what did Wisconsin? Wisconsin's like. I hope that three guys don't get hurt. Our quarterback, Brady Allen, and our backup running back, our three best best offensive players. And what what are we what are we playing with? with, We weren't playing with any of them. Yeah. So I think it's a culmination of us beating ourselves, hurt players, and and really a, a a change a change in the system. So. I, that's why i said you know trust the process this is a you know this is a game we should have won and we didn't win but this is a year that it's going to be a transition year yes
3: yeah,
1: we'll, we'll what prom say get us
3: now, <laughs> get <laughs> us now yeah where's get get we
1: gonna be get
0: it's us now we go be but offensively the the turnovers has been a thing all year long i think we've only had one game where we haven't turned the football over the mm-hmm. entire season so that's that's been a problem and we're already not really tough. in a rhythm you have you know, two maybe three good drives per game. You know, if that, then you add two turnovers into it every single week, or a turnover every week. It's really hard to find a rhythm. I know, you know, Tanner's out, backup quarterback, third team running back. I just thought, like for this week, like guys should have been really chomping at the bit for that opportunity. I mean, whatever Cam, I mean, accurate running back or yakamel he started to get it going a little bit, and then yeah, yeah, he ended up sure. having a fumble. He was starting to get in the rhythm, and he. And we fumbled the football, so it's kind of more of the same. But I, I said, I, I definitely trust the process. I believe in what they're doing there with Fickle. I think he's a heck of a coach. He's the right guy for the job. I said, and with all that being said, we still have an opportunity to still make it to the it big team. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, with with it's all the ar- bad man. things that are going on, we need Iowa to, you know, lose a couple games or whatever it may be. But, I mean, this the
1: opportunity is still there. You still just got to find a way to get better. I'm James, just kinda... can, I touch, can I touch on a point, James? Yeah. We were talking about the offense turning the ball over twice, but Indiana didn't have any turnovers. Our yeah. defense created zero turnovers. Yep. Yeah. And when you're a defense and you're, back, and you're playing with the backup quarterback, you're playing with a third-string running back, what are you talking about in those meetings right. leading up to that game? Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. We need turnovers. For sure. Yeah. So we can sit here and beat the offense to a pulp, but I'm looking at a healthy defense and saying, hey, we, we need you guys.
3: Yep. Yeah. I was the, saying. If I'm not mistaken, we didn't generate a ton of pressure either, though. No, no. <laughs> nah, we didn't. I mean, this was a game, game. This was a game to get uh, to go eat.
2: Yeah. It, it was though, Warren, but I think you know. Also, looking back at it, like the quarterback, he made some plays. He made game. some great plays. He made yeah, some great plays. He made some like, I, like I, there's a couple yeah. possessions where we kind of was the, the pocket him. was collapsing, and he stepped <laughs> yeah. up and yeah. he, you know, right. he made a throw here, or you know, he ended up scrambling and getting some yards, like. It was one of those games, right? Like you said, as a defense as a whole, we should have been looking at the Thompson. We should have been trying to find ways to create turnovers. But I gotta give it—I gotta give the quarterback credit. I mean, you gotta give he, him credit for sure. He made some yeah. good plays with that his first legs. drive,
3: that opening drive. Yeah, what yeah. Definitely yeah. gotta give it to him that's, for sure.
2: And, that's what they and did. their, they their did. receivers yeah. were—I like I. Not that the receivers made a lot of like the receivers made some good plays. Obviously, the touchdown, uh, yeah, you yeah, know, man, in the corner that was a catch had had tried, catch. Like, one-handed catch. One-handed catch. You know, you, li- you right McCulley you McCulley. as a as a coordinator or as a player, like you kind of got to live with that, right? Like that's yeah, yeah. a play that you know what he he just made. But you know, some of the other things, I mean, it, we could have been a little bit more tighter in coverage. And like 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 Vince said, we, we can't we can't. Put all the pressure on the O, but I do feel like our defense played a good enough game for us to yeah, win. A hundred percent. But it would have it would have helped out a lot more if yeah. we were able to cause you know yeah. any type of pressure or turnover. Yeah,
0: if we could. I was just gonna say
2: because they only yeah. scored two touchdowns; the other one yeah. was field goals.
0: Yeah, they defense did a decent job. They had yeah. ten points in the in the first half, and then obviously it was a slow start defensively. But second half they only got three points. Offensively, we went out scored on our first possession in the second half. Then you know, that was it. There's just no rhythm. I thought the defense did a decent job of, you know, accepting the challenge, realizing, okay, our offense is struggling a little bit. Second half, you only give up three points. They really didn't do, you know, much of anything in the second half. I just think, just got a, the cliche saying, complimentary football, your defense, going out there, getting stops. Offense, you got to find a way to move the ball. I thought offensively we ran too many swing screens. We ran that probably like mm. ten times. Yeah. And it like it worked probably like two or three times. And then I know eventually, I know he was trying to set up the little fake Fake swing, throw the ball down the field. By that, by that time, I know their defensive coordinator like watch for the, you know, fake screen. The, the little pop pass is coming. They were all over it. So, I just think the receivers. We got so much talent in that receiver room. So you see flashes of it. You know, every now and then, Bryson Green on a little under route, he goes for yep. you know fifty nine yards, whatever. Is Will Paul and he's been you know Mister third down for us. That's who the quarterback looks for every single third down. He seems like he's the only one who really. Embraces that situation <laughs> and right. is trying to get open in that situation, or if that's just the only guy he trusts in that situation to get open. I just, I just need to see more from those guys. There's just too much talent in that room, and I, I said, yeah. I, I, hopefully a lot of these guys will be back next year and they can really get in the rhythm, build chemistry, because I, like I'm excited. Like it's air raid, all that. I know is it hasn't looked like it so far, but maybe it's gonna take. You know, maybe not this year. Maybe it's going to take another spring, and then you know, in the training camp, and then they come out, and then you know, you start seeing that vertical passing game along with the running game. Like I said the potential is definitely there. You definitely yeah. see the the flashes in it, but you get, you got to give credit to Indiana though. They're not they weren't playing for anything. Caught us caught us on one of those days, and they jumped out fast and they held on to it because they're not a good second half football team, which they weren't again. But they 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 let us score yeah. one touchdown, yeah. and that was it. They got their three, and they. We're able to close it out. This is that situational football we talk about in New England all the time, like two-minute red zone, all that. They play good in those situations. They didn't have all the crazy numbers, but when it came down to getting a strip sack against our quarterback or knocking the ball out of our running back's hands, they they did that. So you got to yeah, get That linebacker a went of crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Man, case. He, <laughs> <he's,
3: he's, he's, laughs> yeah, that boy went crazy.
0: You go ahead, man. You like you're trying to. You look like
1: you're. No, you no. no. To say it. I, 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 James. We kind of came from the Patriot way because Brian Flores came to Miami, yeah. so everything you're saying, complimentary ball. That's it's, it's it's hitting all the old memories here. Yeah, man. yeah it's, it's funny, but you, it's just it's just key, man. Statistically, sometimes
0: the stats don't don't tell the whole story. You're just playing and I, right.
1: And I think to add salt in the wound back this last Saturday game is you know Indiana had about all of hundred fans sitting in the stands. <laughs> and, oh, oh my gosh. So like it's just like it's just salt uh, in the wound at that point where it's like dang like, oh man you know but I, th- I think um, Bad- you know Badger fans were used to, they're used to seeing a winning product, and you know now they're seeing the Badger ho- you know talking about Badger hockey Badger hockey is turning it all around they're they're being top ten teams, yeah. but you got to remember those are like twenty man rosters right <laughs> you can turn it a program yeah, you know, around oh, pretty yeah. quick. When you when you got a hundred man roster and a college football team, there's a process involved, mm. and it's it's getting the recruits in. it's getting the, the you know the guys who might not fit the system out, and then it's that whole process that it takes. It, like you said, James, it could take a couple years for this to kind of transpire. Yeah, it's
2: and and, and for, I kind of I kind of I, I like you know I agree with what Vince is saying because you look at it right. Like will comes from. Since that (laughs) that That, that system, right? Like, and that's who is having the most, like, as far as the pass game, he's the one who's having the most success. So it's like you know, I don't, I don't know, if if I'm not mistaken, I don't know where if we have any other transfers that's come from that system or have have followed, you know, Uh, offensive lineman, yeah, offensive lineman, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah. so like offensive linemen, but as far as like the skill group, like Will is you know from that system, and then we even date back to like what we were saying with Braylon, like. You know, Braylon is downhill. Get him the ball downhill. You know, Chaz was more, you know, get him in space. Get him on the edge. Get him in. So, we're seeing certain players fit, you know what I'm saying, like what they're trying to do. And I think, you know, Braylon is obviously the type of player that you have to. He's a figured out player. Like, even if he don't fit our system, we got to figure out what ways that we can put him in a position to win. But I think now it's more of a, you know, guys like Vince said, guys coming in. You know, Coach Fickle's guys that he feels fits, you know, his system and how his offense needs to be run. I think once he gets that recruiting class in and then you also give those guys some time to develop, then we'll really see what the finish and final product will be. Most sure. definitely.
1: Does Brielle
2: Allen have one more year of eligibility
0: left? Yep. He only a yeah. junior, true junior, I believe. So. Yeah.
1: Hopefully now, I'm, I'm curious to know, if you were Brian Allen's dad – what are you telling him to do? We have this goal. Yeah, Hell I yeah. mean, it's, a, it's definitely a, a tough situation. But most
0: most college football teams, they're doing exactly what we're doing, shotgun, run the football. So, I mean, it's just yeah. something you kind of got to embrace. He's a Wisconsin kid, I'm sure. I know he pandered it or thought about it a little bit, you know, getting out of Wisconsin <sighs> last year. I mean, maybe the question gets raised again. Somebody throws some, yeah. <laughs> throw some NIL money out in front of him. You never, never know what may happen. But I think – and he has the potential of going to the draft as well. I'm sure he'll figure yeah. out what what that looks like. But you know, I ho- I hope he comes back because I yeah. I want to see I want to see like a bunch of these guys return again under the system. You know, for the second time. And obviously, I think they're all probably unsatisfied with the way they performed this this year, and they want to go out with a bang. I'm sure. You know, for a senior season. But now let's get into the scout report. So we played Northwestern this week. I'm sure we we've had some. I never had really close battles with <laughs> with Northwestern. Chicago, really, y'all been in a few little dog fights with them, especially on the road. But we played them at home this year. You know, they're a four and five football team. They lost to Iowa last week, 10-7. So they played them. They played them really closely, just kind of similar to how we played them. They scored in the fourth quarter, had a potential, you know, of possibly winning that football game. Iowa drove down, kicked the game, win a field goal. That's just the way you know Iowa plays. Offense isn't great, but they play great defense. A special team, and that's how they win. And their offense is scoring about 20 points per game. Defensively, they give up about 24 points per game. But they have they have some athletes in there. To me, their offensive side of the ball, their strength is their receiving core. They have a receiver, Bryce Kurtz, another guy, Cam Johnson, some guys that can make some splash plays for them. Defensively, they play pretty solid. So this is like – I said, every week is going to be a challenge for us because we like – I said, especially offensively, there's not a rhythm there just yet. So – for me, it's just all about a fast start. Fast start offensively, defense try to create some turnovers, but that's the way we're just gonna have to try and win going forward until the offense really hits their stride. Because at this point in the season, offensively, you're in November, you kind of are what you are. You're not gonna flip the switch and turn into, you know, an explosive offense these last three right. weeks. Like you just gotta find a way to make those splash plays, those scheme up plays whenever you have the opportunity to. Got some injuries, you know that's not gonna change. So. Guys just got to figure it out. I don't know what you guys think is going to be the key
2: to this week to get a win versus Northwestern. Is Braylon, is he still out? Or is that still a, you know, uh, it's yeah. one of the doing, no? <laughs> not a 100% not sure yet. Yet. <laughs> um, Yeah, man. W- w- what about Tanner? Is is he going to be? Like, because like, I've seen him dressed up on the sideline on Saturday. He's dressed, yeah. So, um, man, I don't know. We just got to do the little things right, right? Like, you know, traditionally, I don't know, since I've been to at Wisconsin, it's... Northwestern has always been a tough team that always gave us, you know what I'm saying, some troubles, um, right? They pretty much built how how we think they are, right? They play good defense. They they don't make as many mistakes. So it's, it's really all on us, right? Like our offense is going to have to go out there and make some plays, right? And then our, our defense... I see that they got a they got a good receiver. They got some guys that can make plays. You know they're going to come. They're going to bring their, they're going to bring their A game. It's one of those you know situations. They're fighting for bowl eligibility. Yeah, yeah. Like all that yeah. stuff takes it comes into account when you get later on to the season. So you know I just hope Coach Fickle is uh, you know just prepping those guys and getting those guys ready because they, they they're not going to come in camp Randall on Saturday and, and roll over right. They're yeah. going to play good football. Um, it's going to be a tight game, right? Like, obviously, past, last week they, they gave, you know, Iowa a run for their money, which, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we're all battling for that number one spot as far as on our side. So it's going to be real interesting, man. I just want us to finish off strong. That's all I'm really – that's all I'm really just, you know, trying to wrap my head around, just finishing the year off strong.
0: I'm going to pose this to y'all Warren and Beagle since y'all played on the defensive front. Northwestern and giving up 40 sacks. You no, know, already this year. 40 of them. So they, the offensive line is is not great. It's not, yeah. So what do y'all, what do y'all need Sending to see? Them ball, <laughs>
3: send them dogs. <laughs> send them the dogs. <laughs> bro, them dogs. Bro, send five a pop. Send five <laughs> a pop. We got to win our one-on-ones. And even if you don't, the defensive line's got to win their one-on-ones. Vince, I know you could probably say the same thing. You got it. This is a game. This is a no offense to Northwestern, this is a stat pad game. When you got a team that gives up forty sac- has given up forty sacks this season, bro, it's a stat pad game, bro. Go eat. Like this is this is where you step up and you go hunt. Like this is one of them
1: games. When I ever I hear Northwestern, I just get kind of ticked off because we went into their place <laughs> playing on grass that's six inches long. <laughs> like, and no, like it's like a library in that building, and like ever since we lost in that place, I just, I hate Northwestern. They got ugly <laughs> uniforms. They're totally <laughs> kind of scrappy. Scrappy. Yeah, they're scrappy. And I'm just like, oh, I just, dude, these dudes, I just, I don't like. And, uh, but I think, like, to Soldier's point, these guys stick around in games. And they've mm-hmm. played every week pretty close, except yeah. for Penn State, if I'm not mistaken. So, they played them close. They, they played, played that, first, that game close. That first half was <laughs> tight.
3: They was up. They was winning. Yeah. yeah. So, like, right. <laughs>
1: these are, hey, these are scrappy dudes, okay? Yeah. Wow. And they're going to fight. And, you know, I think Wisconsin, we got to come prepared. Uh, and to the sack point, like, yeah, you have an offensive line that's been giving up sacks. That's an emphasis in the defensive line room all week. For hey, sure. This is on us now, boys. Like, this is our game, um, and, and I think it puts an emphasis on the D-line to perform. Yeah. So, um, and the playmakers to do that. So, I, I expect Wisconsin to, to come through with a tight victory. Um, you know, we're going through transition. Northwestern scrappy. We, we're we yeah. going to be in a dogfight. Yeah, I think good. also yeah. just like – To know, like, Northwestern is also playing for bowl
3: eligibility. They got four wins. They only need two more. What is it? Four weeks left in the season? Three weeks left in the season? Three weeks left. So, like, to have come off a big win, then to now come back and play Iowa, play them tough, knowing Iowa just beat us, oh, they're for sure going to come into Camp Randall chomping at the bit to get win number five and only have two wins left to get bowl eligible. Like, bowl eligible is, like, probably their goal right now because they're not going to win. They're not going to get to the Big Ten championship game. It is what it is, I but did, I mean, bowl. They, they still
0: they still, they still
3: lying for it too for the in it. But but they but they, but they <laughs> lost I mean, to Minnesota. But then I mean, they lose to Minnesota. Uh, or did they play Minnesota? Uh, I thought they lost to Minnesota, which uh, but, technically I don't think it would work out that way
1: unless yeah, man, some uh, uh, North, Northwestern did lose to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah
3: so it'd be tough for them to get there. Yeah, I, I, it, again, the West is is wild right now, but I think <laughs> their focus is bowl eligibility. Yeah. So like that's what they're gonna be coming coming in so, playing
1: for. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No no no, my my apologies. Northwestern beat Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> they beat wow. they and they play. have Purdue and Illinois sorry, left I'm, I'm on the start. Sorry, sorry, they beat they like beat they 30, have seven, three, four two win up very winnable. <laughs> they game. have they have a legit <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're for sure. They're <laughs>
2: coming in this game on Saturday and it's, oh,
0: they up. Yeah, hey. it's I'm and they, they got an interim head coach. Bring said, it up. He's trying to he trying to prove that he could be the, the next head coach. So he's gonna yep. have them dudes fired up, man. They like this is a team I think they won one football game last year and they're Not in sure. the mix to be you know in the Big Ten championship still at this yeah. point in the season they I'm sure they probably never expected to be in this spot right now so you gotta expect them to come into camp ready, ready to play and hopefully our boys are ready to play early on in the football game because you don't wanna you don't wanna fall behind so but now let's get to the word on campus so this is a part we can just kind of chop it up we got some fan questions we'll probably have some questions of our own for you you know Mr. Beagle so I, my first question, I'll pose it to you. Being a guy from Wisconsin getting drafted, you know, by the Green Bay Packers, what was that? I mean, and you played at Wisconsin. What was that emotion like for you and your family on draft day?
1: That was really special, James, because I grew up in Wisconsin, central Wisconsin area. I chose the University of Wisconsin. Then you get drafted by the Green Bay Packers, a storied organization. And I was named after Vince Lombardi. So, you know, that just shows um, – you know, just how embedded our family is to the organization, the Packers, and how much, you know, pride we had. Then it was really special. You know, I, I only played there for one year, James, and, yeah. and they cut me the next year. And that year was really special for me because I was able to have my family and my friends being able to watch me play football, which was really special. And then, um, you know, when the when the Packers cut me, it was really hard for me um, uh, it was hard for me to understand the business, but that was the best thing that ever happened to me because it allowed me to go down to Louisiana, which I, I've never been to Louisiana, and you couldn't t- talk about a place that's the farthest thing from Wisconsin. <laughs> it allowed me to play football again. And I was in Green Bay. I was playing the game for, hey, make, make my family proud. I wasn't playing it for the love anymore. Yeah. And I had so much pressure on myself, my time in Green Bay, that I wasn't able to enjoy it. And when I was you know, when they cut me and released me, that was that was the best thing for my career, man. I was able to have fun back in in New Orleans, had a great season, and was able to you know kind of propel me to to my later years. But but no, the first year in Green Bay was great, man. I I still have a lot of love for the Packers, and uh, I'm very thankful that it took a chance on me. And and you know that's just how the business goes sometimes.
2: I seen on I seen on Twitter uh, Beagle that you. Um, you stopped by where you stayed at while you was in Madison and, you know, yeah. and you took the <laughs> you took the picture and you talked about yeah. just, you know, the financial side and about saving money. And, you know, obviously that being such a, a big and important part of college football now with the NILs and then guys transitioning to, you know, the NFL where like where where does that business, you know, mindset kick in that? Is that something is that, you know, what you you graduated college with or is that just something you learned in the NFL and want to, you know, coach guys on?
1: No, like I came from an entrepreneurial family. I grew up on a cranberry marsh, so it's a small business, or a small, you know, small, small family business, and so just kind of having an entrepreneurial mindset has always been in my mind. But then also just being a hustler, like uh, I was buying and selling things on Craigslist and and running <laughs> poker, you know, running running <laughs> you poker definitely... tournaments, running yeah. poker tournaments yeah. at the house, <laughs> um, and you know, it, it was. You know, during my time, like I wanted to enjoy my college experience, but it's also like I wanted to be financially smart. So like, moving from that house, like paying five hundred bucks a rent, our fifteen hundred dollar check, and then you know making a few a little side hustle money and and you know using taking advantage of our resources, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, taking advantage of resources, like hey, free training table in the morning. Um, you know, our, our the red card usually we had. Remember that the the, mm-hmm. the, 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 yeah, the yeah yeah. Bro. Like noodles and company, I was was always I was always going to noodles and company. Chanoba. Qdoba. Q-doba. <laughs> yep, yep. Whoa,
3: yep. Qdoba. We got stories for days, Yeah. Bro.
1: And then training, obviously training table night. And you know what I didn't mention was your boy was taking the three boxes home that night, okay?
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bad, yeah. Facts. You gotta be smart with it, man. Yeah, <laughs> nice. And
1: I'm telling you right now, you guys, when you're in college, you can stretch a dollar, dude. Like you can yeah. And now I got kids and a wife, dude, I, <laughs> hey, there's money going out yeah. like crazy. I, I can't save nothing. now.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, you know, oh, um, I've enjoyed now kind of, you know, using my money now to try to invest it. And I've enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, but it was just a fun, it was a fun experience in college to be able to try to save and pinch a penny and, you know, like I said, some people call me a cheap ass. I I call myself frugal.
3: Yeah, <laughs> hey. hey, get out your you. Facts. Go ahead, Warren. Oh no, I so, saw. Uh, I actually don't know the story about this, but saw somebody posted on Twitter. They were asking, uh, "How did the Chevy bad boys get started?" Ah, uh, the Chevy. I actually bad don't course.
1: know the story to that. <laughs> All right. So the Chevy bad boys—that was my sophomore year. And Marcus Trotter was the senior linebacker, right? He he did his time, you know. He was a walk, you know. <laughs> I think he started as a walk-on. Yeah, yeah he was a walk-on. Yeah. Eventually became a, as his senior year a starter. And and uh, we just. Uh, Marcus said, "Hey, we Chevy bad boys. That's our, our linebacker group. <laughs> it's just out of nowhere. That <laughs> so like, sounds like him. Man. Yeah, sounds <laughs> like something he was say. Like. And, and we we're like, let's roll with it, man. It was you know it, the Chevy bad boys was like me, Derek, uh, Derek Landish, the, both the Trotters, Michael and Marcus, uh, Michael Caputo, Joe Schobert, um, Regal, I think his name was. Remember the yeah, inside linebacker yeah. Regal? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm forgetting a few other names, and I apologize, but it it was a great group." of guys that we call ourselves the Chevy Bad Boys. And I want to take this story to the next level, Warren. <laughs> <laughs> so the Chevy Bad Boys, I don't know if you guys ever know this, but the Chevy Bad Boys, we went on a trip together. <laughs> Exclusives. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the, the viewers are going to love the story. <laughs> so, do you, So you guys remember, and the viewers don't know this, but when you got done with the bowl game, you got a one plane ticket, right?
0: Yep. You got a plane yeah.
1: ticket, and he's usually back home. Yep. Do you remember this, guys? Yeah, you always yeah. you go in, you, you fill the paperwork, they got your plane ticket set, you're going home after the bowl game, boom. Well, me and the Chevy Bad Boys, we got together and say, we're going to Vegas, boys. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh,
2: my gosh. I, <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: I just, I just turned 21. I'm like, let's do it. Let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> Turn up. I,
2: I just went to Vegas recently, so I know
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. So, <sighs> imagine us, the Chevy Bad Boys. We're, blind, we're buying a one-way ticket, and we're telling them, no, no, we're not going back to Fort Lauderdale. We're not going. We're going to Las
0: Vegas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they probably try to revoke that. Going <laughs> to And By the way, this is the last year they ever allowed that because the year after that it was only hometown. Back after that, they had never left Vegas. So we played in the Outback Bowl game in uh, Orlando. We slid on down. We slid on down to Naples to a little um, booster. I cannot name names. We went to a booster
3: <laughs> <laughs> name <Okay>. names.
1: <laughs> I cannot name names. <laughs> we then went back up, flew to, to Vegas. And the boys, we had a good time in Vegas. And it was all the bad boys. Yeah,
0: can't, can't beat that. Hanging out. Can't nah. beat that. Can't, so, yep. so, that. A great time. Wish I'd have been in Vegas, man. When I <laughs> got to
1: win
3: that
0: bowl
1: game too, so you know you was gonna be showing some love. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. And, nice. and you better believe the Marcus brothers, they were having a good time. So we, we all had a good time together, <laughs> man. So got
0: another fan question for you. It said, "Was your fa- Who was your favorite Badger growing up? And what is your first remembrance of possibly attending a Badger football game? If you did growing up."
1: Oh man, that was a great that's a great question. Um, man, the, you know I I I grew up kind of watching the I, I didn't grow up watching a ton of college football. I was more more of an NFL guy. But I think a guy who I was kind of looked up to was like Edgerrin James. Remember the defensive end? Um, he ended up got drafted by the Vikings. He was a dude. He was a freaking ball player for, for the Badgers. I remember love watching him. And then my first college experience, or my first Badger game, was I actually went when I was in middle school. I took two of my buddies. We play. We watched the. It was an Illinois game in October, and we ended up winning. But it was just. I remember thinking to myself, like, dude, this would be such a cool place to play, man. I remember thinking that the whole time, and you know, you know, about six years later, I ended up committing there. So, you know, it was, it was a cool experience, man, for sure. I love, I love, I love Camp Randall. I still. When, I'm sure, as you guys know, when you, every time you go back, it's. It's, it's love. Mushroom.
0: It's all love, man. Nothing like it. For sure. Nothing like it, man. But we appreciate you joining the pod with us, man. Like I said, it was good to catch up with you a couple of weeks ago. And we definitely stay in tune. You know, we family, man, now. But like I said, those college memories is nothing like it. It's a brotherhood. That's what we yeah. try to stretch to those recruits when we got to talk to them. We were there, man. It's, it's a family like atmosphere. Wisconsin brings the right guys in there, not just for on the field, but off the field. And this just goes to show it. But that's a wrap for. This week's Camp Randall Platoon podcast. I'm James White with Sojourn Shell, Warren Heron. Shout out to Vince Beagle for joining us. Make sure you like, subscribe. More exclusive content coming soon.